All right. So. Oh, you got a podcast voice? <laughs> I do. Is I it do. like my phone voice where it's yeah. super Midwestern? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, guys. So this is Diet Right Podcast. This is our very first episode, so please be nice. Uh, hey, Brooke. Are you Hi. here? <laughs> I am. This is Brooke. And this is Alyssa. Um, so we started Diet Riot, and then, like I said, first episode. So kind of want to fill you guys in why we started the podcast. Uh, we decided to start Diet Riot. Well, okay. I decided to start Diet Riot Podcast and um, made Brooke come hang out with me on it because I wanted a co-host. Yes. And I'm pretty fun. Yeah. And we're both obsessed with podcasts. We do. We love podcasts. We share back and forth podcasts like all the time. Once a week, easily. Mm-hmm. So um, we listen to them all the time and we thought, hey. We should just talk because we're pretty entertaining. <laughs> um, also, we both listen to a lot of nutrition podcasts. We are dietitians, so of course we have this passion. Um, but we wanted to educate people, but also be interesting and tell you guys a little bit about our lives and being wives and parents and just, you know, get real with you guys instead of portraying perfect professional um healthcare providers <laughs> because none of us are perfect and we all you know have to live in this real world and yeah we, we want to keep it real yeah we want to just keep it real but also be educational sometimes i think dietitians can be like super unapproachable and and judgmental super judgmental yes not all dietitians. not all people we work with awesome dietitians yes we have great coworkers. so not you guys if anyone's listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah but in general i think dietitians are kind of unapproachable mm-hmm. a lot of people that have come up in like nutrition science are making like telling people what to eat or what not to do or what to do in diet culture in general really don't have that much education on it right so yes. they come from a place of their personal experience their mom's personal experience whatever and then you're following something that someone's sister, brother worked for them mm-hmm. and really is based in no science. Sometimes it works yeah, for a while, and sometimes it totally doesn't and blows up your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we wanted to kind of come together to have something that's factual, educational, but also super friendly and open. We really would love to like engage with you guys and get your questions or you know, make sure we're staying on target with what you want to learn about. And we just think that dietitians are awesome to learn from. <laughs> so we want to make it interesting and fun. Yeah, another reason we wanted to do this was to just keep pushing ourselves um, to educate ourselves. And we like learning about new research studies and the things that we learned in college almost 10 years ago are not, (laughs) a lot of it is not accurate information anymore. And so a big part of it was a push for us and a reason for us to keep studying nutrition and keep studying what's out there because... It changes this, so fast. Yeah, this is a this is a tough degree to have because um, it's it's changing so frequently. Whereas if we went to school for um, I don't know nursing, <laughs> let's say there's also advances in nursing, but you know the general um, we know how so you're going to care for somebody is is generally going to typically stay the same. Right. Um, nutrition is ever changing. There's a lot of things so that often. we learned in school that are now completely debunked and wrong. Yes. Especially dietitians that I worked with that have been in the field for 20, 30 years still doing things that mm-hmm. I cannot believe they're still doing. So it's really hard to stay on top mm-hmm. of it. So this is a good way to push ourselves to keep up with current information, to learn about it because we love to learn and also educate other people on it because it is hard to manage and swim through all the information out th- that's out there because it's 
A, coming from crazy sources, studies mm-hmm. being like literally bought off to say a certain thing that people are basing their life on or choices. So I think it's really good for us to stay on top of it, stay relevant, <laughs> stay informed, mm-hmm. um, and then share with what we learn. So, yeah. And then we're going to talk a little bit just about ourselves quick, yeah. just to give you guys a quick intro of who we are <laughs> and who why are. we're doing this. And yes, we're a little crazy, so bear with us. <laughs> Um, so Alyssa, you want to introduce yourself a little I bit? I do. Thanks okay. Um, I'm Alyssa. I'm a registered dietitian. Um, have been one for five years. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that means yeah. we have to recertify right? or whatever. We're, we're about five years. Yeah. Now. About five years out from being a dietitian. So I went to school here in Denver and then I did my internship. So for those of you who don't know to become an RD, you have to do four years, um, of a didactic pro- didactic program, <laughs> and then go to an internship um, to learn all your clinical skills, and then come out and take some boards. So I went for my internship, moved back to Denver, took my boards, passed him, and then started looking for a job. So now I work um, with Brooke actually, and we work in home care, working with people um, with feeding tubes. So we work a lot with formulas. Um, so it's a lot of math, <laughs> a lot of very specific math of how to feed people, how to keep them healthy, and um, going through very specific disease states, which is not something, it's interesting and I love it, but it's also, um, I'm interested in like more general nutrition or like health and wellness kind of like from that bigger perspective. So that's kind of where I come from. Um, I started actually as a photography major in college, (laughs) which is like a totally like different thing. And last night I was talking to Josh and actually writing up a blog post and who is Josh? Was it, oh, Josh is my husband. Okay, there you go. <laughs> we met at the Gap. It's pretty great. <laughs> Living the dream. Um, so basically, I was talking to him about it, and I was really trying to make this connection of how the heck I got from photography to nutrition because it can, it like, it literally feels like complete opposites. And then I started breaking it down, and I was like, I knew I wanted to go help people. I wanted to improve their life, and um, I still wanted it to be creative. And I think nutrition is really creative and it really is. You're practicing an art uh, in nutrition because it's not a one size fits all. It's not, Hey, this diet will work for you and you should follow it strict. Every day is something new. You might be eating a different food every day, trying to incorporate different nutritional. I don't know. Just, I just thought of it really kind of cool that it's still an art. It's still a form of being creative to figure out how to feed yourself and how to basically get the most out of your nutrition. So that was interesting, but I definitely started as a photography major and made a complete 182 major in science. (laughs) So I think that was really different. Um, Outside of that, I now um, work with Brooke full-time, 9 to 5, but I also on the side have started health coaching, started this podcast and a blog. Um, So you can catch me at AllieMillerRDN.com or my Instagram handle, which is my favorite place to hang out, Allie.MillerRDN. Other than that, I'm a wife to my husband, Josh. For seven years, he's shaking his head, seven years, um, and a mom to a two-year-old, Aiden, who turns three really soon, and he's napping right now, so <laughs> hopefully you don't hear him in the background wake up. Um, other than that, I think I did want to just talk a little bit about like my focus, what I really love to focus on is just moms and families, their health and wellness as a whole, focusing on how to like literally teach your kids how to eat toddlers are really hard infants are really hard kids teenagers I don't want to think about yet but are really hard and I think that's where my passion really lies and is getting families healthy from the get-go so that those kids bring their health and wellness and love for nutrition or exercise or activity into their adulthood 
So I think that's it <laughs> for me. All right, Brooke, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Your turn. Okay. Sounds good. So my name is Brooke Miller. Also, this is Alyssa Miller. <laughs> we are not related, but we're both Millers. Um, so that's our exciting fact <laughs> Everyone for the day. likes to think we're sisters. Yeah. Every, we go to cycling class and people are like, oh, the Millers. You guys sisters? <laughs> we, nope. Not even We don't even look alike. No, we really no. don't. But we do talk a lot. Yes. So we're from we're the Midwest. <laughs> Our Midwest accents. Yes. People love to talk about that with us. Yes. You'll hear it. So my name's Brooke. I grew up um, in a small town called Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Um, Sports were a huge part of my life growing up. I played softball for about 15 years, played volleyball throughout high school, um, played softball in college for a little bit. I started college at the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, and I was studying kinesiology and exercise science. And then I decided to transfer um, to a different school, University of Wisconsin Stout, for nutrition and dietetics my senior year. The reason I made the transfer and switch um, was because I got diagnosed with celiac disease, and (laughs) which has been fine. It's looking back on it, um, the diagnosis is is not that difficult. Uh, Initially, it was really hard to cope with because. There wasn't a lot of information about gluten-free. Yeah, how many nope. years ago was that? Almost nine. Yeah. Yeah, so it was almost, yeah, almost 10 years ago that I got diagnosed back in college. Nobody really knew what gluten was. <laughs> Nobody knew what celiac disease was. Now was, there's like aisles dedicated to gluten-free. Yes. I would go out to eat and nobody knew how to feed me. People thought it was lactose, so people would tell me I couldn't have cheese. I'm mm-hmm. from the Midwest. It made me very angry to hear I couldn't have cheese. Oh, Wisconsinite with no I cheese. I love cheese. So that was what made the transfer for me from exercise science to nutrition. And then I graduated with my Bachelor of Science there, and then I completed my internship at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I am married to my high school sweetheart. We got married oh. after college. And my internship. What's his name? His name is Jesse. Miller. <laughs> Jesse Miller. Jesse yes. Miller. He's pretty incredible. We adopted our dog, Leonidas, about four years ago. Oh, man. I didn't talk about my dog. I'm yes. the worst. <laughs> Alyssa, talk about your dog quick. We have a golden retriever. His name is Rafa, and he's the freaking best. You'll see lots of pictures of them on our Instagram. Diet.riot.podcast. Yes. We'll post pictures of our pets. Yes, They're so cute. they are. Um, Leo is a boxer hound. He has a lot of energy, but he's very fun. Um, we ended up moving back to Wisconsin after my internship for my husband Jesse's job. He had moved around from Iowa to Arizona, where he graduated after he had graduated college. And then we had some years of long distance. <laughs> I worked as a dietitian at WIC for two years. Which means I got to hold a lot of babies. Yeah, tell them what WIC is. Some people may not know. Yeah, so WIC is Women, Infants, and Children. It is is a program for low-income families. A lot of young moms, a lot of teen moms. And it is a way to help keep babies and pregnant women healthy. Um, And, like, nutrition's part of it. Like, they have to go see a dietitian in order to get, like, money to help them buy groceries, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, and then it would help give them... Different foods, so like fruits, vegetables, right. milk, bread, just basic groceries, but it would just help put food on the table for pregnant women to make sure that they were eating, and then for for young children. So I got to hold a lot of babies, I got to <laughs> do a lot of measurements, I got to do blood work, 
I got to counsel pregnant women and and parents just on feeding young toddlers and infants. And then I was the breastfeeding coordinator, which was the best part of that job. I really enjoyed that. And then we ended up moving to Denver, Colorado three years ago. Mm-hmm. Three years ago next That's month. That's crazy. Yes. I guess and, that makes sense because Aiden's almost three. <laughs> yep. And it was the best decision of our lives. We moved to Colorado for the lifestyle. We love to hike and snowboard, and we wanted to be in a bigger city near an airport so that we could fly home <laughs> easily if needed. We bought our first home Denver's a year the ago. Best. Yes, yeah, Denver is the best. We bought our first home a year ago, and we are currently almost 22 weeks pregnant with our first baby. Yeah. Um, and then Alyssa and I are, as she said, we're currently dietitians, and we work with enteral support, which is also known as tube feeding. We help a lot of head and neck cancer patients, ALS, Parkinson. Um, so we get to call our patients from home, which is amazing. We work get to from work from home life. Yes, we get to work in our we are all yoga pants. <laughs> I was telling Josh, I'm like the biggest homebody and super social. Yes, which can clash sometimes, but also I freaking love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. <laughs> yeah, we we initially worked in the office together and so we got to know all of our coworkers very well which was awesome and then we started working from home after I had been with the company for over a year I think yeah I think it was right at a year right at a year and we were really nervous about working from home because (laughs) we are so social and and we all got along so we we have a great team but we've all maintained that friendship and we all got brunch earlier today, so we <laughs> all still see from. each other. Um, and then Alyssa... One day... Oh, we talked about it at brunch. One day we're going to record at brunch because yes. we talk so much nutrition and fitness and stuff. But I think it'll be interesting. Sunday special, maybe coming over, at you. Over mimosas. <laughs> yeah, yes. with like six dietitians all yelling. It'll be great. Yes. It'll be great. And then we also hang out outside of work to work out too. So some of us go to yoga on the rocks together in the summer, which is... Yoga at Red Rocks Amphitheater, and if you don't know what that is, Google it because it is the coolest thing, freaking incredible, in the world. And then Alyssa and I go to cycling together. Oh, back up to Yoga on the Rocks. Yes, funny story. I think I've told you this before, but Yoga on the Rocks was my first experience with with yoga. Oh, so I always wanted to do yoga, but I was like, I don't know, wishy washy, it's expensive, blah blah blah. But I saw Yoga on the Rocks, and it was on Groupon or something, and I was like, okay, well now I have to go. I'll just try it out, see if I like yoga. So for those of you who don't know Yoga on the Rocks, how many people go? 2,500? Yeah. It's insane. It's so many people. But it was incredible. It's like sunrise yoga in the summer on the rocks at looking at the mountains. It's freaking gorgeous. So I had these like huge highs of what yoga is like and how much I love yoga on the rocks. And then I go to my first yoga class at my gym and I'm like, why do I not feel the same way that I felt? Because I'm super social and I love when people are around me, we're all doing the same things, which I love group fitness, but it's like, oh, this is a totally different feeling. It's way better though, because yoga on the rocks, no one's helping you. So you're just kind of trying to follow it. But anyways, I always thought that's funny. It's my first experience with it. Yeah. That's but an interesting if you guys first. ever can do it, do it. Yes. Um, and then when it comes to nutrition, you know, Alyssa and I are just normal women. We're not perfect. I was just in Italy a few weeks ago, and I was eating pizza and gelato every day because when in Rome, literally, literally. (laughs) when in Rome, I said, I will do this because I don't know when I'll be back to Italy. Um, But Alyssa and I wanted to discuss 
different diet trends and the fact that there's no one size fits all approach. And I think that is one thing we will probably touch on every single week is that there are specific diets out there that are going to work very, very, very well for certain people and certain body types, men versus women. Um, genetically, we are all built differently. So there are things out there that will work very well for your husband or mom or brother or sister or friend. And you may do the exact same thing and you may find that your body is not responding the same way. Um, and I think we want to just focus on on the, the different things that you can do to help yourself be healthy. Yeah, I think without, we both agree. Yeah. There, are th- We talked about this right before we started recording. There's going to be things we disagree on, for sure. Like, there are certain nutrition, like, controversies out there that I'm sure we'll disagree on. But generally, we're pretty aligned that mm-hmm. we focus on wellness, overall, big picture. Like, focus on your life and being healthy, not so much on the individual what does my body look like? What am I eating? Is this a good food? Is this a bad food? Should I be eating this? Should I not be eating this? All this sort of thing that we are wrapped up in this culture in. And it's so painful to watch. It really mm-hmm. is. And I don't know. I mean, some of it I think is my nutrition training, but also like I just didn't grow up that way. I'm so lucky I didn't get wrapped up in a lot of diet culture, but I also eat what I want when I want it. I mean, really I do. I try to keep it in proportion. I know what my body works best doing, how mm-hmm. I'm, how I function after I eat. So sometimes I get kind of overwhelmed when I think like when I first thought of starting this podcast or blogging or even nutrition counseling, cause I'm like, I could just say one thing to people and it would be over and <laughs> that's it. Eat what you need to eat to feel good. Mm-hmm. Really feel good. Really pay attention to how much energy you have, how you're feeling 20 minutes after you finish a meal, how you feel in the morning. Are you bloated? Your poops. Oh my gosh, you're freaking Very poop. important bowel movements. Look at your poop, people. Yes. I'm not kidding. It's insane. We talk about it all day. We do we talk st- about poop all it's day not at enough. our current job. <laughs> it's not enough. We Look do. at your freaking poop. See how your body's responding. Weight is one tiny, itty-bitty little piece of the picture. Mm-hmm. So when people focus so much and weigh so much or put so much um, weight into literally weight, it ruins so much of the rest of your life. It's not what it's about. So I think we both agree kind of on that, that bigger picture. So sometimes I get overwhelmed because I'm just like, well, that's all people need to know. But the truth is 90% of the population doesn't do that. Well, the hard thing about weight loss and weight is weight gain is normally a side effect of something that you are doing that your body is not agreeing with. So unnecessary we, weight gain. Yeah. Yes. Unnecess- not for, we're not talking about people that are underweight. Yes. Need to gain weight, just but, people yeah. who are overweight people who are gaining weight, that means that it is a side effect of something that your body is is not agreeing with. Mm-hmm. And for every person out there, it may be something different. So for one person, it may be the fact that they have not worked out or even walked or done any exercise in two years. For another person, it could be the amount of sugar that they're eating. For another person, it could be that they're drinking five Mountain Dews a day. <laughs> For another person, oh, alcohol. It, it could be the totally. amount of alcohol they're drinking. It it and everybody's bodies are different, so and everybody's bodies belong at a different weight, weight, yes, or size, or whatever you want to quantify it as. I mean, I'm not saying just weigh yourself and this is your weight, and you should always aim for that because I think it changes throughout your life cycles, even throughout the month. I fluctuate so much, mm-hmm. but just knowing where your body performs 
best. Mm -hmm. You know, we all know that like, oh, I, I just am not performing as well as I would if I was working out more or I was more functional, you know, things like that. So yeah, anyways, we'll get into that more in detail. But um, yeah, so kind of go over the podcast format. We're just going to pick a topic every um, episode and both kind of research it a little beforehand, freshen up on it, um, maybe check out some new research studies that have come out and discuss it on the podcast. So if you have any suggestions of what you want us to hear or want to hear us talk about, feel free to leave it as a comment on our Instagram. Um, but basically, we're going to pick topics we want to learn about. Um, so some of those we've talked about, um, we want to talk about keto, the keto diet that's out there. We want to talk about sugar just in general. Um, <laughs> whole 30. Whole 30. I mean, we'll do, so we'll touch on some weight loss, but I really don't want to focus on that a ton. Um, just because like we said, it's such, it's a symptom. Yeah. We also life, would like to talk about pregnancy yeah. and postpartum. Sure. I think that is a big topic. That is, people ignore. Well, and people, I think one thing that we should definitely talk about is getting that body back, yeah, that pressure gosh. of totally. getting your body back after baby and how, A, how hard it is, but <laughs> B, the things that you realistically can do right. to help yourself after baby's here. Um, we can talk about breastfeeding, feeding toddlers, oh, yeah. picky eaters, Got the toddlers, cooking for your family, meal planning. Yes. Another one we exercise want Exercise for sure. We exercise. Active movement. We do want to talk about meal planning on a budget because I think a lot of people have the misconception that eating healthy Healthy. means spending a ton of money and there are ways to eat a pretty healthy diet without spending a fortune. So that would be another topic that we definitely want to touch on. And then we will share obviously our own experiences with these things along with current research just to get a good variety in there. Yeah. We have, I mean, we have endless topics really to discuss in nutrition. There's so much out there. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think or what you want to talk about, or if you have any questions, maybe we'll do like a whole episode for listener questions, you know, something that they want to hear or like probably not specific stuff, you know, specific to one person, but if it's a general question that we can answer for people, um, would love to get into kind of that. Um, what about the schedule for the podcast? We're thinking every other week we'll release an episode for now. If it goes well, <laughs> eventually every week. Um, but it kind of depends on what you guys are wanting and how much time we've got. Cause we still have nine to fives and kids at least on the way. <laughs> yes. And pregnancy. And we don't know when I'm going into labor, so we'll see. No idea. <laughs> Hopefully um, yeah. February. <laughs> I think that's it. How do they, do you want them to know how to get in contact with you specifically or no? Um, yeah, we can, I'll give you my Instagram handle. Yeah. Which is at Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E, period, M-A-E, period, Miller. That is my Instagram. I don't really use Twitter. Yeah, me either. Don't really use Facebook. It's like really just Instagram for me. I do use Snapchat a lot, but that is <laughs> not normally nutrition related. It is pictures of my dog. You probably so. don't want to see. Pictures Anyways, of my dog. <laughs> um, that's so funny. I didn't even realize your Instagram handle has periods in between. That's mm-hmm. why I made all mine too. Yeah. It's so weird. Anyways. Well, yeah. So my, um, did I already say mine? Yes. But okay. you can say well, it again. No. All right. I'll just plug it one more time. Um, Allie.Miller. So it's A-L-Y. One L. I forgot to say that before. A-L-Y um, dot Miller dot R-D-N. And then also our diet one. We, or Diet Riot podcast. We have one too. It's uh, at diet dot riot dot podcast. So I think that's all we have for today. What do you think? Do we yeah, cover everything? We will find some specific topics to throw at you next 
week in the coming weeks and feel free yeah. to subscribe oh give us one. a thumbs up all the plugs and tell your friends about it if they are just looking to maybe make some healthy lifestyle changes that don't include a crazy 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 fad diet fad diet and they just want to get a little bit healthier maybe get healthier for their spouse get their spouse to be a little healthier get their kids to be a little bit healthier um, in general get their families healthier some inspiration we'll definitely try to leave you guys with some tangible ways to like improve your health and wellness so We'll try for that. Easy steps. Easy steps. Easy yes. steps. We're all about like little steps that is lifelong sustainable, not fad yes. diets. If you've seen someone in your life or you yourself are a cycle diet, cyclic dieter, whew, I think that we could really whisper some truth into you. So Yes, intuitive eating. That's going to be a big thing that yeah. we talk about too. Yeah, that'll always For all of back. you intuitive eater <laughs> listeners, it is, it is And a I'm great learning thing with you. Learn. I'm still working on it. Still, I mean, it is a daily thing that I have to like work on to one day get better at. So I think it took me five years to learn how to intuitively eat. Oh, sure. It genuinely took me five years to learn my body. And it takes so long. I finally got it. Pregnancy and having a kid and breastfeeding freaking changes everything that you thought you knew. Hormones. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's nuts. Or just any life changes, you know, stress or anything like that. So We'll get into all that, but know that we're right along here with you. You know, we are dietitians and we are the food experts and we have a lot of knowledge and information, but putting into practice every day, it's, it sounds simple, but it's hard. So I think, you know, um, we just want you to know that we're right here with you. We're not unapproachable. (laughs) We're learning it just alongside you guys and want to bring you along. We're not judgmental. Oh God, no. At all. If you want to have that piece of pizza on that Friday night, you... (sighs) You enjoy it, you eat it slow, and you know when to stop, and you listen to your body. Yep. And you make sure that your body agrees with it after. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget, uh, subscribe if you want, um, or wait a few weeks until we're more um, put together, and then subscribe. <laughs> Once we're more put together, we know then what tell the your friends. Heck we're doing. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.